0: Welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Riley, joined today by not one, not two, but three of my co-hosts, which is less than we're supposed to be here tonight, but it's still more than we've had in a very long time. Uh, Let's introduce you to him. First of all, uh, Mr. Bradley (laughs) Badly.
1: That's me.
2: And then one, Kolo Chu. I figured you'd save me for the end because I haven't been on here in like two years.
0: Uh, I think you've been on since... I think you've been on more recently than Anaru, actually. Because you won the Clover Retrospective and Anaru's been gone for a while. Am I I the, the, uh, what's it called, the veteran? Yeah, you're the ve- you've been here since episode one. The- you're the oh. only one here besides me who's been here since episode one. Uh, by the way, speaking of Anaru, uh, Anaru's here. And was that before or after Pokemon Clover Retrospective? Okay, so yes, Colo was on more recently than Anaru was.
2: That's a shocker that I, me, I, w- I am the most recent co-host right now. No, Brad was on just a couple episodes ago, I think. I was going to say, you uh, got to get your shit together if I'm the most recent (laughs) co-host.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been doing episodes with Odin recently, mostly. Um, But let's get into the fucking podcast here. Uh, So we got to talk about what we've been doing in Pokemon. And, you know, Anaru has been gone the longest as we've established, so... He could tell us what he's been up to in Pokemon recently and tell us all about not a scratch podcast, as I'm sure as he tends to do every time we do this. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh shit. A fairy type? What's that? What the fuck?
1: I've never
0: heard of out Swords of steel, bro. That 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 would imply there's some sort of steel, there's of the of the type, of I do of think that of <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, well, the show was the a show the a lot the a of that, so of like, it was of it wasn't happening for most of that. Um, but uh, of what have of been doing?
2: of the side Not much. Um, I guess a couple weeks ago, I started a Let's Go Nuzlocke, and we lost that today. Did you lose that? Yeah, I kind of threw it, because Pikachu died, so the run was kind of done once Pikachu dies. Uh, I don't want to say I was relying too heavily on Pikachu for the game, but... You were relying uh, yeah, heavily enough was, uh, that you decided
0: to throw your entire fucking run when you died. So
2: I I didn't throw it. It, it was a little like it was half it was half fast I didn't throw it completely. Like do nothing. Like just hit layer layer a bunch of times and status moves and completely throw it. I tried, but the uh, the one thing that took me out in the first run through was earthquake rock throw onyx. That was. Six levels higher than me, and was faster than all my Pokemon for some reason. Must have been a really good idea to use a fucking Pikachu against that Onix. Oh no! I my entire team got I got swept by the uh, Onix. So, so I restarted. I am in uh, Cerulean City. I haven't done Nugget Bridge yet. Uh, my party, as of right now, is Pikachu, Pidgey. Nidoran Male, shrew, Clefairy, and Beedrill. So, I don't... Yeah, it's not bad. I got some good encounters for Let's Go, so... In terms of encounters, we're kind of just running around in the grass with my eyes closed, kind of, so there's no bias. Make it a little bit more random, but... Yeah, we're gonna go through that. We're gonna try and get further uh i didn't even beat erica the first that the last run the last nuzlocke that i did so
0: there was a fucking onyx with earthquake before erica uh
2: yes damn shit i think it was an ace trainer over on the bridge by the water route that I probably shouldn't have shouldn't have gone to because my Pokemon were only level 25 and lower. <laughs> but oh well. Perhaps that was unwise, my friend. I was looking to do some grinding for Erica and I didn't want to go and catch and release a bunch of Pokemon. So I went out searching for trainers and got my ass beat. So I just restarted. <laughs>
0: Trainers are really inefficient to grind in Let's Go anyway, because they purposely made the XP curve shit on battle so that you would catch and release fucking, like, chain Pokemon or whatever to grind.
2: Yeah, well... Here we are. Here we are. I restarted, so... Good job. I figured I'd break one of the cardinal rules of, uh... Uh, of recording podcasts here with uh, Riley and play Let's Go while recording. So,
0: Yep, I should have expected it. Yep, not even going to be mad because we all know Colo is just going to try to make me mad as a bit and it's not going to work. I'm <coughs> happy as a clam because I just missed recording with my good buddy Colo Chu and now he's here and that makes me happy.
2: Fucking hard shell tacos. I'm still mad about that. Ha ha
0: ha! So before the recording, me and Colo had a pretty heated discussion about tacos. And I don't think it was what type of It was
2: more so just me calling you an idiot. Yeah, what it was type more of shell so, like, tacos
1: should be in? It, it's more so Colo Chu is very, very disappointed in your lifestyle of a hard shell. All taco right, Anaru,
0: break the break the tie here, anu Hard shell or soft shell? Listen, listen, what? I
1: listen. Listen, listen, hold on. I will break a tie. I personally prefer hard shell tacos, but Taco Bell, Fuck yeah. Listen, listen, at Taco Bell, it's definitely its option because the taco with the hard shells are stuck ass. Unless you're talking that's about the Doritos Locos taco, the Doritos Locos taco is the shit.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> taking notes about tacos. An- Anaru, Anaru. Yeah, Anaru said, yeah, he's taking notes. Hard shell better than. Okay, you continue.
0: All right. uh, So now it's time to talk about our actual topic. And, you know, I'm not really prepared. Uh, So we're just going to kind of meander for an hour, probably. Uh, So the topic today is Pokemon on the 3DS. Uh, I've done this for the DS and the Switch. We're going to talk about the history of Pokemon on the Nintendo 3DS, the Pokemon offerings that it has, And talk about the console from a Pokemon fan perspective. Um, So to talk about the 3DS, uh, does somebody want to talk about... Does somebody want to tell us where the 3DS came out? Who has a faster running Google than me?
2: (laughs) I'll pass. I'll let y'all do that. Oh, you're still not prepared. I've been gone for how long and you're still not prepared? Yeah, no, that
0: never changes, Kolo. You could be gone for a thousand episodes and we'll all be fucking 40 and I'll still not be prepared. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Bing. A bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> they, made the, they made the Blue Eyes White Dragon DS. All right, anyway, so uh talk about Pokemon on the 3DS. Obviously, you have to talk about where it all started. I don't know if it's actually the first Pokemon game that came out on 3DS. Like, I don't know if maybe they did. I think Gates to Infinity probably came out first, like the Mystery Dungeon game, because it didn't have any I Gen so. 6 Pokemon. Yeah I, I yeah, I think I remember the Mystery Dungeon game came out first. Yeah, but, like, we'll talk about that later. But the first main series game on the 3DS is Pokemon X and Y, which was significant. Because as the name as the console's name would apply, it is a 3D console, and this was the first main series 3D Pokemon game as a result. So I want you all to time travel yourselves back to fucking 2013 for a minute and think about when X and Y was announced and when it first came out and shit. What was your like initial feelings and reactions to when Pokemon made that 3D jump? I loved
1: it. I thought it was I thought everything was beautiful and cool. I, go, uh, I I was very disappointed with how easy the game was. The champion actually gave me a little bit of trouble, but it was a beautiful game. Now looking back at it, like story-wise and like as like an adult man, it's very, very lame compared to other games. Oh like, fuck
2: off. I mean it does nah. have the smallest poker like regional decks.
0: It has like, the it has the smallest amount of new Pokemon, but it, I think it has the biggest regional decks. Because I'm broke yeah, in terms had, of like
2: Kalos Pokemon.
1: Because I'm broke, I haven't had the privilege of playing Sword and Shield. But out of X and Y being significantly worse than every other game, mm-hmm. other than barring Red and Blue, which Red and Blue, although I love Red and Blue, like like as a game, it generally is. Like terrible, like the first generation.
0: But, Listen, yeah, like, t-
1: oh, go ahead. My my favorite two generations was three and four,
2: easy. Oh, absolutely, three and four are like the pinnacle. I think that was like peak.
1: Oh, sorry. Okay, four and five. I wanna I wanna include black and white in it. Black and white was the shit.
2: Ah, uh, you you see, you had me, and then you brought five up. Five was like. The redheaded stepchild. You and Penguin not, are so fucking wrong about this shit. Black and white is great. Let me, let me explain, okay? Because I don't think this has ever been explained here. I don't like Gen 5 because I never was able to buy Gen 5. I played Gen 5 about five years after it came out. Like, like, way, way, like, in, like, 2016, 2017, 2018 is when I played Gen 5. And then I moved on to Gen 6 and, uh, Gen 6 and Oras. So, in my mind, Gen 5 was, like, of the Pokemon games that I had to catch up on, Gen 5 was, like, the least fun to play because I had the other two games sitting and waiting on the oh, 3ds God. which is gen why gen 5. 5 wasn't that great for me
1: listen man listen man just just imagine this right as a kid right the fucking animations was so good compared to generation 4 and the story was like cool and exciting right like i remember that, like one of the towns got like almost like exploded with ice at one point like the story yeah, was, was like of really white too wasn't it <laughs> That was Black and White 2, Yeah, I'm talking, you know, Generation Five, Black and Black Two. You know, same generation.
2: You see, I never played Black and White Two. Oh, Black and White Two God, are considered to be like the best
0: of the series by like a large sum of people. See,
2: Listen to this me. day, those are the only Pokemon games I have never played. Is Black and White oh, Two? Oh,
0: we should play Black,
1: Black and White Two together. I, Man, I don't have an emulator. I would be down to do that again because Black Two was so great. Because it's like like generally in a region you start from like one side and go to the other but on the general uh, black two you got to start from a completely new side and go like a completely different like direction which was cool and like uh what's it called you're you're your old character still exists and he is somewhere out there with legendary being a badass like he is And it's, like, the the story was
0: great. I don't know. I just don't know how to explain it. It's just really good. You see, uh, not not to talk about Black and White 2 for too long, because we did that already. We did the DS episode of this series. Um, Black and White 2 was created to be the swan song for Pokemon on the DS. And I think pretty consistently, like, every time a console has its last Pokemon game, they do put a lot of effort into it. And they put a lot of, like, you know, Easter eggs to old games, like, you know, the World Tournament in this case. And yeah, I think I think Black and White 2 definitely were a really good Swan song to the Pokemon on the DS. And I stated last time I believe that Pokemon on the DS is my like I the most solid I think a console has been for Pokemon to date. So yeah, Black and White 2 is pretty sweet.
1: The music was fantastic. Anyway, back back to the 3DS the
0: back to the 3DS. Um, so about X and Y, mean- Brett... Brad- Listen, Sun and Moon was one of Brad. my favorite games too. You're yeah, going way
2: out. Hold up. We still have Brad, like two Anaru and full Kolo have not talked about. about X and Y.
0: <laughs> A break in Pokemon? What the fuck are you talking about?
2: Okay, so An Anaru, I can I can see exactly where you're coming from. Mine was uh I forget the reason why, but I played uh Diamond and Pearl. I had diamond. I never had a chance to actually get platinum. But after that, something came up to where I was just focused on other things. I never really played black and white. I wasn't hyped for it. None of my friends played it. So it kind of dropped off. But then for after a while, I finally started. I think I was like, I don't know. It was like the summer of 2017 or 2018. Excuse me. I bought black. I got black and white, black and white two. And turn like one of the two games. I don't remember. I got Y. So that's already uh, three games right there. Then I got the super mystery dungeon that came out on the 3DS. Then I went and got uh, Omega Ruby. And after that, that's where I got caught up. And then Sun and Moon. I believe Sun and Moon was already out. I'm not sure. But I caught up on like 5 Pokemon games in the in the course of like 6 months, which is why Black and White got pushed all the way down to the bottom because all these other cool 3D games like X and Y had Mega Evolutions. That immediately blew Black and White out of the water because Mega Evolution was so cool, so cool to have to come back to Pokemon 2. Where's Perlo? See, that's the same... See, what you're talking about. That's the same way that uh, my old roommate was. He played red and blue, and I think he may have played gold and silver, but he definitely played red and blue. And then he never touched Pokemon ever again until Let's Go came out. And the look on his face, when he saw Let's Go compared to what red and blue was was astonishing like that that like step up is amazing and I'm trying to convince him to buy uh the gen 4 remix just so he can get a feel for what the what t- other kind of regions were out there and what what he missed
1: but anyway back <laughs> I forgot about Mega Evolution. Mega (laughs) Evolution was a badass idea, and I wish they, I hope they go back to it.
2: Yeah, I still have that tiny little hope that we're gonna get Mega Evolutions in Gen in the uh, Gen Four remakes. If we did, if we were, we we would know. We would know right now. uh, We have a Pokemon. We have a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but we had soon, a Pokemon
0: Presents already. Why would they save th- the Mega Evolutions for the fucking Nintendo Direct? Where they're gonna? There's like got
2: to a- be one more Direct before it comes out. There always is. They've only done two, di- two Directs. That's it. There's got to be one more probably at the end of the month.
1: Listen, listen. Sudden Moon was one of the best games in the series. Good
2: transition, Brad. Really just really just guillotine the other conversation and just, yeah, we're going to go to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to so, talk Sun about Alright, Brad. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is much better than yeah. Sun and Moon. So Sun I, and Moon I have is it, a trial I, game. I
1: haven't I have played Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon.
2: You, you gotta play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It's so much better than the other ones. And it's not, it's, it's basically the same thing, but with like it's like Sword... Well, you didn't play Sword and Shield.
1: I haven't got you yet, no. And I, I'm it's, excited to, it's exactly I'm like excited Platinum. To play, it's like you paid,
2: to, you paid whatever, $30, $40 for Diamond and, and or Pearl and then like a year later they're like, hey, uh, we forgot to do this so we're just going to give you a brand new game. Uh, here's Platinum. Uh, it's literally the exact same thing, except you can go to the cool Distortion World and catch Giratina.
1: But anyway... I was just Ultra El The reason, err, uh, I The reason why I like those games so much is because they, they they like went for something new and exciting. And they just announced a new Pokemon game too. I can't even remember what it's called, but it's like the same idea. It's like before like Pokeballs even existed.
2: Legends Arceus, yeah. And that sounds like such a badass
1: Pokemon game. I want to play it so bad.
2: It's Pokemon, but an actual RPG. Yeah, I know. No, I think I'm more hyped for that than Gen 4 Remakes, but I'm still going to get all three games, so... I've already put away my $190, so...
1: I gotta buy a whole Switch before I can
2: even buy a game. That's the one thing that I was, like, super happy about. Like, I literally was broke out of my mind. Me and... uh, me and Val went half in on this Switch, and I, it was my Switch. So she paid 150 I paid 150 and then over the course of like four months, I paid her back, and it was probably the best, that and the current PC I have are the best decisions i made so far. I love my Switch. There's so many games I have on it, but anyway. We skipped over a game. No, we didn't. Or ass
0: fuck <laughs> but um hold or, on let's let's finish gen talking about sun and moon though cuz we already started talking about it um so sun and moon are probably one of my favorites like they gen 7 is fourth place in my generation ranking so like right right at the halfway point pretty much um i used to not feel that way Like, even on this show, if you go back and you listen, like, I definitely, like, shat on Sun and Moon, like, on this show early on. Um, But fucking Penguin actually bought me Pokemon Sun. It was after Ultra Sun came out. She meant to buy me Ultra Sun. She bought me the eShop card, but my SD card did not have room for Ultra Sun, so I just had to settle for regular Sun. And I played it. And I actually really fucking enjoyed it. The, the beginning's a little bit of a slog, which I think is why um, it sort of got to me uh, previously. But I gave it a shot, and I really had a good time with it. I think uh, Lola's a really fun region. I think it's a really good game. The only criticism I have is I wish, like, they had actual challenging, like, puzzles for the Trials. Because that'd be awesome. But instead, the Trials are like, can you spot the very obvious difference in this picture?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I just appreciated something that wasn't gym leaders.
2: For me that yeah, was that's like what Sun and Moon definitely was like the pin- the pinnacle of the uh of Pokemon doing different things was the fact that after six generations they no longer had gym leaders and it was like it was definitely a change that you had to get used to. It was still the same concept, but the fact that they weren't called gym leaders and there was, it was, it was actually really cool. And I actually really liked what they did with it. It was like the Pokemon world, but it hasn't fully developed in a certain way. Like everywhere else hasn't really reached these remote islands yet.
1: See, they even said like throughout the game, canically you were the first champion ever in the whole region, which was cool. That was like a cool idea. And I love, I've always said, I told my friend before that game actually came out, and I remember this, and I, you're not going to believe me, I told them that they needed something, where instead of being gym leaders, you had, like, challenges that you had to go through. And I, I wish those challenges were difficult, but, like, like, with Legends of Arceus, like, I'm glad they're going into, like, different
0: directions, which is cool. Andrew, that's the most like my dad works at Nintendo thing I've ever heard. Like, oh I predicted the thing in an episode. It hasn't come out yet, but I promised we recorded it before. <laughs>
2: that's fair
1: though. That's no. see, I don't I don't think this is supposed to be a main series game. I think it's supposed to be like Mystery Dungeon, but like it's different. Damn, dude, I love me from Ranger. I, I think it's me definitely
0: Rangers. meant to be pretty pretty much main series, because, Brad, what you fail to consider here is that they fucking, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, they fucking shoved those off to another company. This is Game Freak's game that they're making for this round of the fucking Pokemon franchise. This is Game Freak's game. Yeah, we really need to get back on the fucking 3DS path. Um... <laughs> We've already talked about the Switch and the DS. We'll probably have to revisit the Switch at some point now that there's two more fucking Switch Pokemon games, but you know what? <laughs> yep, great, wonderful. Um, So to circle back to Oraz, because Kolo's right, we totally fucking skipped it, and that's a crime, because I fucking love Oraz, bro. Oraz is great. Literally, they took they took a Pokemon game that I was like, I'm not really into this. This is not really. This isn't really my Pokemon game. They took that game and they made it great. They made it awesome. They fucking they made it 3D. They made the art style something that I really jive with. Um, they added Mega Evolutions. They added uh, uh, sort you of a little bit more meat to Lodios. the story. You can ride Latios, yeah, dude. This game is fucking dope. I love Oras. Then. They're not my favorite offerings on the 3DS. I think that goes to X and Y, obviously, because they're uh Gen okay, 6 is my you're second favorite because gen. You're um, but you hey. shut up. Shut up. Brad's not allowed to talk anymore, he's banned. Um <laughs> but yeah, I really love Doraz. I think they are really good additions to the series, and they are this is my most controversial take. I think that like people will start flame wars with me about this. Oraz are the only remakes that I like more than their originals in the Pokemon series.
1: <laughs>
2: um, because you're retarded. I mean, Arsenal Silver was definitely an improvement on Gold, Silver, Crystal. I, I
1: love the original Ruby games, but I'm biased because that was the first Pokemon game I played.
2: Yeah, that's how I felt too. That's why I got uh, Aura. That's why when Aura came, when I found out about Aura, I went and bought it. I liked it. I liked it. It was a good game. It's just I don't think that it was better than the original. It does. It's like it's like the uh, it's like the Diamond and Pro remakes that are coming out. Remakes are cool because they expand on what the original game was. While Staying truthful to what Staying truthful I, to like the story and stuff But
1: I was mad that they didn't have Battletown
2: Oh the, battle, the frontier? battle
1: Frontier? The frontier? Yeah, yeah, yeah that just... was
2: the one thing that they screwed up Was there was no Battle Frontier That's what we needed That's what I needed
0: That's what we all needed in our hearts uh, But Anaru I think I can guess the sentence that you're about to speak so tell us about o <laughs> Woo! We did it. This yeah, unfortunate. This, whole, this man showed up to this whole episode to just say, yeah, I didn't play that one. Okay, we will talk about Ultra, but I was just going to say that, like, I didn't think that Andrew had played a lot of 3DS games, so I reached out with him, like, how do you feel about this topic? And he was just like, oh, I was fine. So, like, I was like, oh, okay. I guess he has played them then. <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of that, I guess that is the next down the line of the main series. And the last main series offering on the 3DS, uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, uh, the enhanced versions of Sun and Moon. So, Colo kind of already buried the lead a little bit on this. Uh, so, um, we'll let Colo say his piece first, and then we'll let Anaru actually talk for the first time on this podcast. So, Colo so talks first. So, Colo, speak. <laughs> so, Anaru, what are your feelings of Pokemon S- Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? <laughs> Sorry to tell you, Anaru, there's a, there's a Pokemon called Cutie Fly. I'm sorry to spoil it for you. Uh... <laughs> are they? I love Z-moves. Z moves.
2: Z moves are okay. So Z moves were their. Att- I'm not a against Z moves. It's really cool that they, like. Okay, so Mega Evolution was their first like gimmick in the game. Uh, Z moves were an attempt to I'm trying to word this so without like actually like completely bashing them. I'm trying to stay biased here cuz I'm not a big fan of them, but they're cool. Uh it was definitely an attempt to try and replicate the impact that Mega Evolution had on the franchise. Z moves were mainly just their because Mega Evolution was a thing. If they didn't do Mega Evolution, we would have never had Z-Moves, and we would have never had Gigantamax. But Z-Moves... The, it is cool that... I, I do like Z-Moves. Well, I'm kind of rambling here a little bit. I'm not a big fan of Z-Moves, though, but... I mean, Z-Moves are better than Gigantamax. I will say that. Gigantamax sucks. I don't like Gigantamax at all. <laughs> U- Ultra Sun. Ultra Ultra Sun and Moon definitely felt like it was. It should have just been Sun and Moon, and maybe they could have done like a Platinum game instead. I don't think they should have released Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It should have just been something else. I don't. I can't say, like X Y Z. It should have like been Ruby's Pokemon F- Stars. I don't, for the I don't Nintendo think there was Switch. anything else that they could have done, but. It definitely felt like what they at ad- in terms of what they added in Ultra Sun and in Ultra Moon versus Sun and Moon, it definitely felt like it was just DLC. Now, I didn't really pay too much to the storyline and compare the two games, but it in terms of like the things that were new in the game, it definitely felt like it could have just been a DLC sort of thing. Not saying that they should have done DLC cuz I I'm a big DLC is a big no-no but it just definitely felt like DLC content like it's not a full game it's just hey this here's some extra stuff because we forgot to add it into the original game but the Ultra Wormhole though absolutely awesome I've spent hours hours on that I think I have uh, over 450 hours clocked in on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Which is ridiculous. (laughs) But. It was mainly just Ultra Wormhole. Trying to get to as far as possible. Catch all the legendaries in the Ultra Wormhole. And then. uh, Try and get as many shiny Pokemon. As I can on Wonder Trade. So. Yeah definitely. Yes. Oh my god I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah Battle Tree.
0: Andrew went into the Rainbow Rocket post game. He's like, "Oh, everybody's here, Giovanni, uh, Archie, fucking that other guy, Maxi. I forgot his name. He's like, Every- everybody's here, Giovanni, Giovanni, Archie, Maxi, Cyrus, uh, green haired guy, uh, ginger Vegeta.
2: <laughs> that was definitely black and white. Black and white was very dark about that."
0: Hi, I'm Getsis. I'm literally gonna fucking kill you. Stop interfering.
2: I like how... Okay, so I like how in, like, Gen 3... This is a little bit of a tangent, but... Gen 1, you got... Oh, we're Team Rocket. We just steal stuff and we just want to make a bunch of money. Gen 3, you ramp it up a little bit. You go, oh, we're gonna flood the we're entire world. Terrorists. Or we're <laughs> gonna get rid of all the oceans. And you're like, oh, okay, this is a little bit of a step up. You guys are a little crazy. Gen 4... Yeah, I'm just going to create my own universe and destroy this one. And then Gen 5, you got Getsis, who's just like, I've learned from everybody else's mistake. I'm just going to straight up kill you. <laughs> I can't kill you. I can't raise the land or raise the sea levels. We're just going to destroy... we are going We're going classic here. I'm just going to destroy the world. Simple.
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes you just uh, simple is the most effective way. Like you, are it's the most efficient. Yeah, destroying the world, classic, classic villain
2: move. But I will say the one thing that was really, really cool about the uh, Team Rainbow Rocket uh, post game was the fact that these are not; they were not the same villains that you fought in the previous games. These are alternate universe villains that succeeded in everything that they were going for. And I thought that little addition, like that single little like line of text that they added to what Giovanni was talking about really like amplified the entire Pokemon universe that there are like, there's like a multiverse theory and everything. And it's, I thought that was cool.
0: So if they all succeeded in their plans, first of all, how did they explain Archie and Maxie? Second of all, how did they explain fucking Cyrus? <laughs> oh sweet! Didn't there, I? I feel like I remember Archie and Maxie was like, "Yeah, we were about to fucking die, and now here we are."
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think they achieved what they were saying in two separate universes. One was one was from the Ruby universe, and one was from the Sapphire universe. I don't think it was. Uh, it might have been the same generation that they were from, but different universes that they pulled them from
0: i vaguely remember though like archie and max were the only ones who were like yeah our plan succeeded and as a result of that we were literally about to fucking die because our plans were stupid and now we're here (laughs) yeah and with ultra sun and moon for me i actually don't have a lot of experience with those games uh i do own a copy uh but every time i've played ultra Well, the first time I bought Ultra, I played it a little bit, and then, like, I kind of dropped it because I was doing other shit, and then I lost that copy. I bought a new copy recently, but it was for a Nuzlocke attempt, and that Nuzlocke attempt was very short-lived, because Yimma's Smeargle is a piece of shit and should be removed from the game. It's unfair. The teacher's fucked up. The teacher was really fucked up in regular Sun and Moon, because she had a fucking Magnemite, so unless you were running Litten, like, it would just completely fuck you over (laughs)
2: Yeah, unless you were running Lytton and that the the teacher was probably one of the hardest things early game.
0: Yeah, that Magnemite is fucked, dog, but um Yeah, I haven't gotten a lot of Ultra Sun and Moon, but from what I've seen, they definitely seem really cool. They seem like they're pretty a uh, decent bow to put on the package of uh, Pokemon on the three D S. Not maybe not as grandiose as Black and White 2 or even Emeralds with the battle frontier and shit. Um, but pretty good.
2: Oh, absolutely! Like, like we said before, they definitely went all out. They tried their best to do. They did everything that they could to maximize the potential of the game, based off of what the con- what the uh, console was could hold. Yeah, and I feel like that's what they're doing with uh, with uh, Legends Arceus. Is they're definitely pushing boundaries on what the Switch can handle.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, to get off the main series for a minute, because we've already gone through each of those games, uh, we can talk about some spinoffs that came out on the 3DS and some other shit. Uh, so first of all, the Mystery Dungeon games, which, yeah, Eneru's just, uh, to, uh, have his moment here. Uh, there were actually two whole Mystery Dungeon games on the 3DS, which is the first time there have been two original Mystery Dungeon games on the same console, uh, there was on um, DS had Blue Rescue Team, but that was already on the Game Boy as Red Rescue Team. So with the three DS it was the first time there were two original Mystery Dungeon games on the same console. Um and the first one of those was Gates to Infinity. Uh, now, Anaru, have you played Gates to Infinity? Oh. Okay, cool.
2: He's gonna talk about the games in spirit.
0: Yeah. Anaru is Mystery Dungeon. He's the living incarnation of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. <laughs>
2: God damn, I have, oh man, little verbal reactions from me playing uh, video games during the podcast. So I'm not going to apologize for it.
0: I mean, I I uh, love you, Colo. You're my best friend. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, Anirudh, please talk about Mystery Dungeon.
2: (laughs) Man, this Pidgeotto, though. Fucking hard shell tacos.
0: <laughs> you you can't make a step forward from those games. It's impossible. You have to step back. <laughs> I played Sun and Moon. Yeah, it was five because you had the universe starters and then Pikachu and
2: Axew. Wait, really? Yeah. What? Okay, I've never played Gates to Infinity. I played, uh, in terms of the uh, games that I was catching up on th- right after that uh, big-ass break that I took, it included the uh, the two Mystery Dungeon games, which was uh, Explorers of Sky, maybe? It, w- it was one of those three, I don't know. Yeah, it was the DS one, and then I went and got Super Mystery Dungeon. I completely skipped over Gates to Infinity, so I was actually really surprised by that.
0: What? Yeah, I think you just like pick one.
2: Yeah. Then you go with Aksu every all the time, because he's Isn't he? Oh yeah, no. Super the quiz was just because they're like, oh, we're gonna go back to our roots. Here's the quiz. But then they're like, Oh, you got Pikachu? Oh, you don't like Pikachu? Well here, you can you could just choose then. We don't care. Or go going on to the uh The family desktop to look up what questions you have to answer correctly to get the Pokemon you want. Way back when.
0: (laughs) Bro, I remember looking at those fucking charts and it being fucking like I was reading another language. I was like, what the fuck?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're just going to date myself right there.
0: On an initial playthrough that I made up in my head based on what I've seen of the game.
2: (laughs) It's impressive. Ivy League school genius, right there.
0: That's still it, though, right? Like, that's the gimmick of every Mystery Dungeon game. It's like, oh, I'm a human. They had a lot of univa focus, right? Because that was the thing at the time. You see, my so, only experience bro. with Gates is, um, this is actually my only experience with Mystery Dungeon on the 3DS in general. I've never even fucking laid a finger on Super. Um, Don't bother. Yeah.
2: We'll, we'll get, we'll get to, I'll get I've to heard. that in a minute, just continue because uh, I've never played um,
0: Gates but Gates, I played the demo for Gates Gross. and it was really fucking fun like I felt like the same kind of wonder I felt when I first played Explorers of Darkness as a kid, in like sort of a new era, I really enjoyed the Gates to Infinity demo I unfortunately have not gotten the chance to pick up the full game, I think I'm going to do that as soon as possible, I have like two overtime paychecks that are going to come to me pretty soon. Uh, So I think Gates to Infinity might be one of my impulse buys. (laughs) I think I might give it a shot. It's definitely not. The 3DS games aren't that overflated yet. You could probably get a copy of Gates to Infinity for, like... I think the highest it's going to be is, like, 50 bucks, and it's probably less than that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So Super Mystery Dungeon is garbage because they got rid of the recruiting mechanic from the original games and that's why I absolutely hate that game. It was super fun. It was super fun. But you get a Salamence like within an hour of playing and it's just like it took the fun away from the game. The three the 3D models of it, super cool. It definitely had potential, but like ah, uh, I'm I'm still waiting for them to remake suit new super mystery dungeon in like 20 years and for them to like tweak the mechanics of it because it, d- it definitely had the potential to be a really really good game but in turn like after playing through the other mystery dungeons and then going to super it just it doesn't it doesn't have it doesn't hold up to the same caliber as the other games yeah no you're correct in that yeah, that's the one thing that they did wrong. If they had the original recruitment in that game, that would have been probably it would have rivaled the original games, which I still hold to a very high caliber because it was some of the first Pokemon games I ever played. Okay, okay. So, so my my introduction to Pokemon was Ruby, Fire Red, and then Red Rescue Team. So I hit it out of the gate with some of the best games in the franchise at, at that point. And these were all like back to back games too. So I still remember the first time or like the well not only to, yeah, the only time I ever went and got every single game that they released. Like every version, like di- like the br- brilliant diamond and diamond and shining pearl. I already plan on buying both of them, just because just so I can have like one to play casually and one that I can constantly reset to do some nuzlocks and stuff like that. Ruby, sapphire, and emerald. I own every sing all three of them. I was gifted ruby. Some kid on the bus, in like fifth, in like whenever. When I was just a wee lad, I had like five dollars. I, I didn't even I had like five dollars on me. And this kid goes, Yeah, I don't like Pokemon, and they gave this to me as a gift for Christmas. Here, do you want it? And I'm like, Oh shoot, you and I go to hand him the money. He's like, No, I don't I don't want it. I got Sapphire for free. And then I went and then I asked for Emerald later when that came out. Right? And I got it for free on a bus ride home. That's still to this day the craziest Pokemon story I ever have. I have to this day,
0: other than Bro, me, that...
2: me, finding my first full odd uh, a couple days ago. Bro, I'm that
0: the the G level. I guess they didn't know back at the time, but like ne- this is my story. I've t- no, I, I don't know if I a
2: bunch this. of stupid kids on the bus. Like I was still in school, riding the bus to like and stuff. Like. <laughs> I was a wee lad at the time.
0: But yeah, um, recently, this is like a couple months ago, so the DS games nowadays are like fucking hundreds of dollars. They're like hundreds of dollars. You can just interrupt
2: him, it's right.
0: Yeah, yeah, interrupting (laughs) me is loud on the show, Um, but... uh,
2: Well, it doesn't matter if it's allowed or not, it's gonna happen anyway.
0: That's fair. (laughs) Um, So... My friend who I worked with just had a fucking big bin in his trunk full of video games. And he had Pokemon Platinum and Pokemon Soul Silver in there. And he sold those fuckers to me for like 30 bucks a pop. Which was fucking awesome. I know. It was awesome. And now I have original copies of Platinum and Soul Silver that I'll probably never play because I'm bad at sitting down and playing video games.
2: You literally, yeah, you're not even level ten. You get—I remember this vividly. It, he's a level nine Salaments that you get this early on in the game, and it's crazy. It's ridiculous. I mean, didn't they do that in Sun and Moon
0: too? Like you could have like a fucking SOS Dragonite that was like level ten.
2: God damn it! See, that's why the Diamond and Pearl—that's why I'm getting both Diamond, and per- Diamond and Pearl remakes—is because. I played Ruby Ruby Sapphire Emerald. I played Gen 3. I played the Gen 1 remakes. And then it was uh, outside of like in terms of like mainline main story games. I went on the Diamond on the DS and it was it was so cool. And to the like I don't wanna make this all about the Diamond and Pearl remakes, but I haven't had a chance to talk with to anybody about it, so I'm like real holding back until the recording bot is gone. But um, the one thing, yeah. So I'll I'll save this for like later. But like I have very high hopes, and I'm actually really excited to play Gen Four again.
0: Fuck yeah! But to circle back to the 3DS, um, I wanted to, you know, do a last little roundup of the spinoff games of the 3DS that were not Mystery Dungeon, which of which I only. I think there's, like, two. I know there's uh, Rumble World, I think, is the 3DS one. Is a Pokemon Rumble game, and Pokemon Rumble's kind of basic. So, like, it was good. Uh, free-to-play Pokemon Rumble game. Like, it was alright. Uh, oh, but, right, I
2: forgot about Pokemon Rumble.
0: But, bro, ain't nothing gonna compare to Pokemon Shuffle. I fucking
2: love
0: Pokemon so Shuffle, bro. I
2: mean, Pokemon Shuffle is like the OG in terms of like, like quote unquote mobile game Pokemon mobile games. Like Pokemon Shuffle was before Pokemon Go. I was about to say the Shuffle predate Go. Uh, let me pull up the old Google machine. Go came out.
0: Furiously types. I think 2016. We talked about this literally last episode when me and Chris reviewed Pokemon right, Go. So, so I think it's Pokemon
2: Shuffle predates Go by almost a year and a half. February 18th, oh, 2015 is Pokemon Shuffle. And Pogo was released July 6th, 2016. Oh, well, there you go. So, Pokemon Shuffle was the very first. Let's. I'm gonna call it a mini ge- Pokemon mini game, and it it was. I didn't play it back then. I played it when it first when it first came to when it came to mobile, or I played it after it came to mobile, like after it stopped getting all its updates and stuff, which is very sad. By the way, they, there's so much potential for Pokemon Shuffle, but.
0: Yeah, definitely. It sucks that there's no more updates. We didn't get Gen 8 and Shuffle. Well, I guess it's what we have fucking Cafe Mix for, which I haven't played yet. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um. Uh. That's fair. Yeah, um,
2: it's... Yeah, I, I don't yeah Shuffle's fucking awesome.
0: Cool, I guess. But here's one thing we gotta give the 3DS credit for. Like... I don't want to talk much about these games specifically, because we're going to do an episode on that at some point if we keep doing the Pokemon on Blank console series. Um, but the 3DS is also the first like fully realized and legal introduction that a more modern a- generation had to the Game Boy Pokemon games. Because we got virtual console releases of Red, Blue, and Yellow, and Gold, Silver, and Crystal along with like The trading card game for the Game Boy, and I think Pinball. Like, yeah, we got the, we got a new generation is able to experience the Pokemon offerings on the Game Boy on the 3DS, and I think that's really fucking awesome. Yeah, that's definitely a really awesome thing that the 3DS did. I I think overall, to like sum up my final thoughts, because that's what we're gonna do here, um, is just fucking. The 3DS is really solid as a Pokemon experience. Like, I think. It's, it's really jam-packed with Pokemon content, like unlike most other consoles. Like I'd say the most comparable would probably be the DS. Um, the 3DS just had a lot of really good Pokemon stuff, and I think a Pokemon fan uh, would be a fool to not own a 3DS. <laughs> Although, also, I guess, if technically speaking, if you think about it, the 3DS is objectively the best console to have as a Pokemon fan. Because not only do you get all the 3DS offerings, but you can also play any of the DS Pokemon games on it. So it's immediately just like the most efficient console to have as a Pokemon player. Yes, you can play nearly every jet on the 3DS. So yeah, it's a really solid Pokemon console. Probably the most solid one. most solid one if you do it that logic, but like by standardly its own offerings, I'd say it's not as good as the DS, but it's still pretty good. Yep, pretty good. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, that's better. Can your computer run fucking Citra? You should like stream the 3DS games. Do like, oh, it's my first time playing this. Oh yes, right, indeed. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, Citra is actually just the the name that I gave my 3DS. I named my consoles, uh, so I call I call my 3DS Citra. I thought it was a cute little name for it.
2: <laughs> I forgot one of the biggest features that the 3DS came with in terms of Pokemon okay Wonder Trade
0: yo Wonder yeah, Trade the came of Wonder on
2: with Gen 6 and this was the first first of its kind it's never been seen before
0: yeah, that was, that was the Global Trade Center. They had that all the way
2: since uh, Diamond and Pearl, I think. But the coolest thing about Wonder Trade is you could trade a Bidoof or whatever. You could trade anything. And you could, you have absolutely no idea what you're going to get back. And the fact that w- since Wonder Trade came out, in terms of Nuzlocking, there was an entirely new way to play Pokemon called a Wonderlock. Where any it's basically a nuzlocke, but every time you get a new Pokemon, you wonder tra- you basically just wonder trade it away, and it it's like a, it's basically like Pokemon Randomizer, but in the actual games themselves.
0: Yeah, uh, that wonder trading is definitely a very valuable feature that I'm glad uh, the 3DS introduced into the franchise.
2: I'm hoping wonder trade is introduced into the Gen Four games. I'm I'm really hoping. I'd be surprised if not. Because Wonder Trade was has been introduced into every single game that they've really, except with the exception of Let's Go, because Let's Go is literally only Gen 1, and they give you the opportunity to either trade for or catch every single Pokemon. So there was no need for it here, but with the potential for the national decks up to Gen 4 being in the games... Wonder Trade could come back, and if Wonder Trade does come back, I'm definitely doing Nuzlocke. I mean, I'm doing Nuzlocks either way. But the fact I, I I completely forgot that Wonder Trade was a thing in Gen six. I didn't know if it came out in Gen five or Gen six, but it was Gen six. So, bro, uh,
0: fuck, I didn't know. I forget that I said, bro. Uh, I don't know what I was gonna say after that. Colo. Um, uh, give us your overall uh, final take on Pokemon on the 3DS in general.
2: Sorry, I've been up since like 8 a.m. Um, yeah, so the 3DS games, they got all melded together for me just because I played them all in succession within the same year. I didn't have that break like most Pokemon fans who got them to like the day of the release because of the break that I took. But the ones that X and Y and ORAS are the are the two that really really stood out for me. Sun and Moon kind of gets buried under there a little bit even though it was the most recent of those three that I played. But um I think the the number one contender was ORAS just being able to go back to that first Pokemon game I ever played. Like the nostalgia factor really really hit hard in terms of being older and being able to go re-explore the Hoenn region. So, yeah, all all really good games. If you have not had a chance to play any of these games, definitely make it definitely go try and play these games because they, they definitely help expand the uh, Pokemon universe and stuff, and the stories are really great. Hell yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, I guess that's about it for our topic, so it's time to move on to the Pokemon of the episode, and now I'm going to... Take it away.
1: Who's
0: that Pokemon?
1: Look the Pokemon.
0: Alright, so I got a fucking Pokemon Wait, have here.
2: I haven't been... Oh, I forgot.
0: Yeah, I have a a Pokemon here. Um, And you guys want to Pokedex entry <laughs> you or you too? want to ask some questions? It's not Peach.
2: Alright, I'll let... I don't know. I'll let... I don't know. I don't care. Andrew, what do you want to do, buddy? I thought I was going to be set free after the topic, so I'm still trapped here for the rest of the episode, so I don't really care. At least Tangwa didn't show up, because then you would have had to do a quiz, too. I'll just ask her to quiz me later. It's fine. When she wakes up at, like, 2 a.m. Yeah, sure. Uh, cool. Um, all right,
0: one moment. I want to see... Alright, this is a fun Pokédex entry. Let's see if you guys can figure out what Pokémon it is based on this. Um, so, this Pokémon's Ultra Sun, the Pokédex entry, states, It practices its slaps by repeatedly slapping tree trunks. It has been known to slap an executor and get flung away. So you guys collectively get three guesses at this. Well, I mean, the Pokédex entry is from Ultra Sun, so, you
2: know, take it as you will. <laughs> Kolo, I think he's talking to you. I was muted for a second cuz I have my mic picks up everything in this house. Um I don't want to go first. <laughs> well, you guys have to de- you guys can like
0: collaborate on it. You have to declare a final answer for all three.
2: I don't know. Ah. Uh, that oh. is
0: incorrect. Two more you get.
2: Wait, is it 6 total? 3 and 3 or 3 total? It's
0: three total. Also, I, should, I shouldn't I have taken that, because you guys didn't agree final answer, but you know what? No,
2: no, no, I was- If- Look, if he would have asked yeah. that to me instead of you, I probably would have agreed and asked you anyway, so I really don't care. Okay, cool. So, two more. I'm trying to think. You said Ultra Sun? Yes. Okay.
0: As Kolo pulls up the Ultra Sun Regional Pokedex and reads through the entries.
2: I'm not I don't reading. think the uh, I'm pretty sure one who were in ultra Sun yeah I think
0: they didn't bother writing entries for anything that wasn't in the regional decks.
2: I don't know what else slaps thing. wasn't no it wouldn't have been wasn't Pangoro in this game I have no idea.
0: yeah it practices slaps by repeatedly slapping tree trunks It has been known to slap at an executor and get flung away.
2: Wait, practices? It's got to be a fighting type, then. Pokemon who slap things. Google.com. I don't want to drag this out, but I also don't want to get this wrong, either. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even been going for that long. It's not a big deal. Alright, Anaru, you take you take one guess, I take one guess. I feel like that's, that's fair, since we chose this path. Sure, let's go with that. Incorrect. You know what? The only fighting type I can think of, just because I'm still stuck on Gen 3, is Makuhita. Well, Kolo,
0: luckily for you, your brain was stuck in the right place. Pokemon of the episode is Pokedex (laughs) number 296. Makuhita, the guts Pokemon. Now let's see if if there's a
2: little cup set. Is that what you were thinking of, Handerpoo? <laughs> that's the only fighting type Pokemon I can remember because Brawly had one. And it, it it's really weird because
0: like his hands are boxing gloves. You really don't think of them as slapping, but that's what the Pokedex does. Yeah,
2: okay, so I wasn't focused on the slapping part. I was more so focused on the practicing, which made me think of fighting types. So then I couldn't get Gen 3 out of my head, so I just was like, ah, oh, well, Makuhita because of Brawly and Gym 2. Gym no, they, they all carry building
0: supplies. No, Timber has a, has like a, a wooden wood thing.
2: Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's indeed. A log, it's not
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, by the way, thank you for our five-year-old correspondent. I totally forgot to say that. And also, uh, there is a Little Cup set uh, for Sun and Moon because Makuhita doesn't exist in Gen 8. Um, in Gen 7, Little Cup, you can run Makuhita as a fucking belly drummer, a big hitter. With the moves Belly Drum, Close Combat, Knock Off, and either Bullet Punch or Heavy Slam. The item Berry Juice, the ability Thick Fat, Jolly Natured, uh, with EVs 20 in HP, 196 in Attack, 36 in Defense, and 236 in Speed. And that is Pokemon of the episode. So it's time to end the show. Uh, So let's do the things that we do at the end of the show.
2: Uh, Kola, where can our listeners find you? Kola254 on Twitter. I have a YouTube channel out there, but it's not worth looking up right now. It's kola on YouTube, but... It's
0: been a minute. It's been a second since things have happened there. Um, Yeah, we got
2: self-conscious about the... uh, about the videos that I released, and a few of them were... uh, NSFW, so... I had to. Uh, I would have had to edit a couple things out, so I just deleted them all the backlog g- things I had. So now I have no videos. <laughs>
0: oh, is that the video where one of your friends said
2: the N word? <laughs> I was trying to be a little bit more discreet about that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter now because it's deleted, it's gone, it's nowhere anymore. But like, I was trying to be a little bit more discreet about that.
0: But I don't think it's that. I don't think it's really a big deal to say, oh, there once existed a video where so. Some- Somebody who wasn't me said the N-word, and now that video doesn't exist anymore.
2: <laughs> maybe if I want to ter- terminate my... if Maybe if I want to get cancelled, I'll go and search it down. But I'm pretty sure it's, like, perma-deleted, so I don't care. I
0: mean, I think I think if you're just trying to get cancelled, it would be much quicker to just say the N-word yourself than look for that video where somebody else said the N-word. I mean,
2: I could dox <laughs> the podcast if you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's Colo two everywhere. Anaru's real name is
0: George.
2: Georg. Georg. <laughs> oh, I didn't talk about Georg. Don't worry about it. You don't have time. You missed that segment.
0: Yeah, I literally didn't. Yeah, fuck. Damn it. Did I even talk at all about what I've been doing in Pokemon? Did I just forget nah, you myself? It.
2: Anaru, where can we find more <laughs> on the interwebs?
0: someday i will be featured on a, a right. youtube video
2: thank you for listening everybody to pokemon variety hour shut the fuck up i haven't done mine yet shut the fuck up shut host, up shut, Kolo, shut
0: up colo okay you can find me on twitter at riley tweets you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash riley streams youtube as riley and friends uh, you could find other podcast projects. Uh, the Riley Podcast MegaFeed is on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and at anchor.fm slash Megafeed. I do a bunch of cool shit on there, like Largest Issue in the Galaxy, the Jelly U Podcast, the Brony Initiation Podcast, uh, t- Coming Soon Detour Ahead. Check it out. It's going to be pretty lit. Um, and yeah, that's a thing. And there's also the MoCast at anchor.fm slash the dash mo dash cast so on the YouTube channel, the MoCast. There's Big Guy Little Guy on YouTube. Subscribe to it. It's a Let's Play channel. It's pretty cool. And lastly, you can send me anonymous messages at tellinghimme slash riley414. And as for the show, you can check us out on Twitter at podcast. You can email us. It's podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can fucking join our Discord. Uh, I think I might have said that already. I don't think I did. I'm, I'm to do it. Join the Discord. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. Um, and don't forget this show is part of Pixels Media, so go ahead and check out the main show Pixels Polygons and Fun on any podcast platform of which you could ever dream and that's it, uh, so thank you for listening I've been
2: Riley I've been the best host, Kolo you
0: and we'll see you all next week or, uh, yeah, actually, we've been doing pretty good so I can semi-confidently say we'll see you next week, bye